I've always been fascinated by a simple question: Can you succeed without being a terrible person? At first, it seems obvious that the answer must be no. When a man like Donald Trump was able to be elected president and remain in office, it's impossible to say that good guys always win. Business seems to show us this all the time, like a frog puffing up its vocal sac to look fearsome. A bullying tone in the office suggests the speaker has superior authority, or superior knowledge, or just a stunningly superior pedigree. If new hires gunning to rise in a consultancy or bank or in politics learn the further trick of bullying only those below them, while smiling in a knowing yet ever so slightly submissive way to those above them, a psychological two-step understood in seemingly every culture, their advancement is nearly guaranteed. The logic appears impeccable. If someone's willing to take a shortcut to get what they want, if they're willing to shout and cheat and steal, if they don't care what it takes, it seems obvious they would triumph over someone who isn't going to act that way. Proof, as the old saying has it, that nice guys finish last. But yet, does that mean you have to go to the other extreme and be a bully or Machiavellian to get anything done? What I've found in my research is that the answer is no. There really is a better path leading neatly in between. When fairness is applied with the right skill, it can accomplish wonderful things. It led to the Empire State Building being constructed in barely a year, while the same techniques brought a quiet English debutant to become an acclaimed jungle guerrilla fighter. There's better information, better creativity, more honest alliances. The fact that this approach often spills over to ease in our personal life as well as in society at large is an added bonus. I've been looking into this for years now, starting in courses I taught at Oxford, then moving on to observations in high-tech firms, hospitals, banks, law firms, top military units, and other organisations. The same point kept coming up: terrible people often succeed. That's a given, but decent people also often make it to the top, even in hard competitive fields. And can help shift matters for the better. It's just often not noticed because more monstrous egos grab our attention. The quest to advance this better way isn't new. The Bible asks, "What shall it profit a man if he shall gain the world and lose his soul?" It's especially pressing now with society pushing selfishness to a stunning degree, and democracy under threat once again. Success will often take longer this way, but it has great benefits, not least for the quality of what you do. No one can teach you all the details in advance, for the needed skills are subtle ones, where advice is easy to state, hard to carry out. That's why it's an art rather than a science. Biographies are a good way to provide more of the experience that art needs. As authors since the Roman era, Plutarch have recognised. I've arranged this audiobook as a series of profiles accordingly, concentrating mostly on ordinary, decent people who succeeded in life this fair way. 
albeit including enough about scoundrels to keep us on our toes. The first half of the audiobook goes through six detailed case studies, showing how to wield fairness skillfully in each of the basic domains of life, seeing what's around you, taking action, defending against danger. The Empire State and guerrilla fighter studies are there, so too are Texas pilots, French anaesthetists, the Game of Thrones producer. There's even a look at the man who coined the phrase, nice guys finish last, yet who, his vindictive temperament putting him firmly on the scoundrel side, did himself end up finishing last. The positive stories are a proof that the decent approach can work since here are numerous times when it did. There are many ethical subtleties along the way, though in real life there's often a great deal on which everyone will agree. Harvey Weinstein, for example, famously bullied and assaulted his way to the top in Hollywood, yet Bernadette Caulfield, immensely effective as executive producer of Game of Thrones, was known for being the fairest of souls,